Welcome to the IAB UK podcast. Hello and welcome to the IAB UK podcast. From the IAB, I'm James Chandler with our first episode of 2021, which at one point last year, I thought we might actually be back recording in the studio. Alas, we're not. Instead, we're running from Zoom call to Zoom call, trying to squeeze in our one piece of outdoor exercise a day. And for so many of us, of course, we're homeschooling. Hopefully, though, this episode will leave you with some reasons to be cheerful and that in the face of unexpected circumstances and an extraordinary last year, progress doesn't falter. Today's guest is Trevor Johnson, Head of Marketing for Global Business Solutions Europe at TikTok. Since launching in the UK, TikTok and the words phenomenal growth really do go hand in hand. Whether you're talking about users, usage, ad revenue hires, all of them boast incredible numbers, particularly given the context of the last year. Trevor and I talk about TikTok's impact on culture, what it takes to be a creator, and why brand safety is their number one priority. We also get into the industry's response to Black Lives Matter, plus who to follow if it's iPhone hacks you're after. But we started by talking about TikTok's extraordinary 2020. Last nine months have been interesting, to say (laughs) say the least. I mean, coming into the business, it was going to be interesting anyway, because the task was to come in, build the team, build the business, UK, across Europe, hire people within my marketing team, but also hire people across the um, uh, the, 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 the the whole business as a whole, so the user side and the, and the sales side, uh, open up new markets, um, accelerate revenue, uh, make new relationships with brands, get them spending. So that would have been intense enough, <laughs> right? That would have been a task in itself. Uh, so I go into the office on the, on, on a, uh, I think it was on a Monday on, the, on, the, on February, and by uh, the month, the first Monday in March, we were at home, yeah. right? So because yeah. of COVID, so mm. you put the intensity of, of building this this business and and trying to accelerate its growth, then you put in a uh, uh, a pandemic. It's just been been intense. But I will say, what I will say, you talked about hiring. There's nothing more efficient uh, when it comes to hiring hundreds of people than Zoom. Um, really, and, and just back to back to back hiring. <laughs> we talk about some of the, the downsides of it mm. but yeah when you talk about efficiency and effectiveness and scale we've been able to, to, to interview hundreds of people yeah. uh, remotely via zoom is actually really uh, really really effective well how big was the team when you joined then versus where you've got to now uh, so, so my so my team my my team was uh, around six people, and by the end of it, it was uh, about close to sixty. And wow. um, the rest of the business probably grew by about I'm going to say about six x I think <laughs> six or seven x everything else uh, across. And then we opened up uh, France, Germany, Italy, Spain. We've just recently opened up the Nordics and, and putting in people there, uh, and it's going from zero to a hundred. Right, mm. so if you just think about the user growth and the development of the of the amount of content on the platform uh, and brands wanted to become part of that. And then we just had very limited, limited resource to do that. And we just had to catch up very, very quickly to where yeah. the platform is in terms yeah. of the commercial side of things. We're still not there yet, to be honest with you. We, we, this year, we're going to, again, hire in significantly again this mm. year because the size of the opportunity just warrants it. What, um, what do you sort of credit with, you know why has it been so successful i guess one from a consumer point of view because even my own use of tiktok 
since I've been at home, and maybe it's because you know um, I know you guys in Australia, but it has gone through the roof. You can spend so much time on it. What what is what is it? What's that sort of secret sauce that keeps you coming back and and making it so sticky? I think it's a number of things. The uh, pandemic aside, the the purpose and and the 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 thing about TikTok is about joy and it fulfills like a human need really mm. that you want to be seen you want to be heard you want to be understood um it's this really delightful place of the internet where people can come and just be joyful and 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 not have to play a role and can be authentic and be human uh, and at the beginning of the year into the back end of of, of uh, 2019 um, where it was about expression of dance and lip syncing mm. and and memes and that was all great and it was just a really joyful place but what we've seen in terms of um, probably driven by the pandemic a little bit is that people are turning to to it again for creativity and joy but you're actually starting to see this humanity and authenticity that is beyond just the the joy of of lip syncing and dancing yeah. so people are coming on they are turning to TikTok to tell really human stories in a very uplifting way. Mm. So NHS nurses that are coming on and talking about their days, which I would, I would is horrific, but they're just doing it as human engaging mm. and, and they're mm. taking a little bit of solace in our platform, right? Um, and then you've seen this activism of, of people telling stories. So the whole, we'll come back to it in a minute, but the whole Black Lives Matter campaign yeah, and, yeah. and engagement in politics this year, which you wouldn't think could exist on our platform, but it does. But it, it, it exists in a human, uplifting, joyful mm. way. And I think that's why that's why we've accelerated in growth, because that's what people need. Mm. And just the creativity and the, and the fact that it's the serendipity in terms of the feed surface you stuff it thinks you're going to be interested in yeah, as opposed yeah, to stuff yeah. that you have said you want it to be liked. Um, and I just laugh every time I go on because <laughs> the creativity of just people yeah. is just incredible. And when you give them the tools that they can they can do, all of a sudden they've got this superpower mm. in their in their hand, this mobile phone that allows them to tell a story, but also creates in some in terms of filters and cuts and edits and music and sound. And the sound thing is just incredible. We've been talking the last five or six years about creating sound off environments and all of a sudden you've got this thing and you realize what sound means it's yeah, so emotive yeah, yeah. yeah so driven it, it drives recall it drives fun all of those things i think are the reason why we've we've really taken off this year or last year and the content has, has really moved on as well i, I mean I, I was on there today there's the, the first i'm getting is learn about first aid on there i learned how to cut like a mitre corner on there that you know mm. typically i've gone somewhere else all my recipes in lockdown seem to have become sort of tiktok inspired there's a a guy from wolverhampton who i follow who's just brilliant just knocks together these recipes so it's not it's not just the sort of the the lolzy stuff that perhaps there's a misconception around that there's very useful things on there as well yeah we're risking a lot of um uh, time and effort because we we've seen that tiktok turn people turn to tiktok to learn about things to, to to experience new things so we we have a tab called learn learn on tiktok where people can go on and just hear about whether it's national geographic nature science maths um uh history i find myself in history history the history feeds loads because 
I, well, I've got a degree in history and I've and that was 10 decades ago and I've forgotten <laughs> it all. So when, when I go on there and it's someone in a very succinct way, in a 60 second bite, in a cut edit, showing me photos yeah. and, and sounds, it's just really engaging. And yeah, the whole cooking thing as well. Everyone's at home. They're all mm. good to be inspired. I think the the rap, I don't know if you've seen the rap thing, the last, as in W-R-R-A-P <laughs> as opposed to rap music, but where people are, are making raps. Oh, the quarters. The and they put it in the corners. Yes. And wrapping it over. And there's like hundreds of thousands of, yes. um, of, of videos of that. And I've gone to the, I'm currently living in Westmoreland, which is a really small village. And I've gone into the local cafe and their um, their dish of the week is uh, TikTok trending rap, <laughs> and they're doing it. It's a tiny thing, and the woman's about sixty years old, but she's taking that offline into into her into her cafe. Isn't it? But yeah, so... that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a, definitely an evolution and acceleration of how people are seeing TikTok, but it's because of the creativity and the short notice of it and and the sound. It's it's bizarre, isn't it? That social media felt like it would be this thing when it first came along that would sort of reflect things that were happening in culture and now you've got it's sort of creating culture the idea that the local cafe is now doing something that's been created on a is sort of incredible i, I, I want to facilitating culture rather than creating culture i mean tiktok facilitates it but it's the people that are coming on mm. and being able to leverage the great tools that we have and the audience and, and and i don't know if you've ever go into the comment section of tiktok yeah again that's one of the most joyful joyful places mm. as well which i don't think is, is, you could you could say you could have said before but it's um it's it's just amazing this the inspiration and joy that the community have in encouraging people to in terms of not only the stuff they've done but can and and, that, and encouraging them to do more of that hmm. I, I want to go back to the, this idea of sort of building the team and building a team so quickly i mean you were one of the first facebook employees outside of the u.s so you would have seen some amazingly quick growth in that business how is it different with TikTok, and and how do you go about building teams, building cultures? Because physical office spaces are usually pretty good for that, but lots of these people who have been hired won't even gone near the office, won't even have met their team physically. No, so yeah, I would I would imagine that ninety five percent of the teams that have been recruited <laughs> in Europe haven't physically met wow. each other, um, uh, which is, uh, I mean, because we're moving so quickly, actually working at home. Uh, and working online, particularly when everyone else in the world is online yeah. as well, um, is is has been okay. Which has actually been very very good. When you have Zoom, we internally we have Lark, which is our own version of Slack, where we have our email and Messenger mm -hmm. and and documents and all of that. Um, we don't we don't hardly use email to be fair. We we use oh, really? Lark, which, ah. which I will say is is basically. WhatsApp with friends. You know how intense that can be. That <laughs> is, is that with. The, the thousands of, of employees wow. that you work with around the globe but that just means that you have just just this pace and rate mm. of, of, mm. of of communication and um uh resolution and opportunity and all that sort of stuff it's, i've just never experienced anything like it we have bi-monthly planning sessions so we don't have wow. bi biannual or annual every two months we have a sprint where we decide what we're going to be doing we all agree from leadership right down and then we just move very very quickly so wow. we just have this intensity that is baked into the business but it's also baked into the app as mm -hmm. well and um into into bike dance uh, and we've been able to do that but when it comes to recruiting and building teams it's been great to build team but i can't wait to get in the office yeah, because yeah, yeah. ultimately we're in a creative business, we're in a relationship business, right? We need people around us. And there is this sense of serendipity and spontaneity which is missing that we just really, really need. There are times when things could be resolved over 
cup of tea or a coffee or mm. uh, or a beer or whatever, which which doesn't. So they so sort of fester and grow. There's not the assumption of good intent when you you just know someone when you overhear their conversations, you know who they are. Yeah. Because you don't have those moments in Zoom. You can't say let's have a serendipitous moment uh, <laughs> next Tuesday at four o'clock. <laughs> that just doesn't that doesn't happen. Yeah. So there's that missing. So I can't wait to get back in the office. Mm. Not full time, obviously. I don't. Yeah, I yeah. think people realise you when people are working from home, they're probably working harder than when they're in the office. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we'll probably have that, but. Um, yeah, those are all the things of we've been been good to grow and accelerate the team, but there's just a human element which is missing. Thinking about creators on on the platform, how many of the creators that you guys see purely do stuff that they're you know 100% TikTok, all they but they live their lives in there, and that's where they build it, or is it that they are doing stuff for YouTube and they're they're on Insta and maybe they're doing some stuff with with Snap as well? Do, do you sort of see differences in the way that they make stuff? It really it really depends because. You can get into a discussion around what is a creator, right? Because mm. the the good thing about TikTok is that, that you don't have to have a following to go viral. The quick story, I, I I posted something at the weekend, UK Trevor. I don't post enough and I decided this year I'm going to be posting loads more. And I and I posted something this weekend, which I thought, I took an experiment and it's a, it's a, it's a video of this gift I got, which is a Peppa Pig book where it's customized and it makes it says that I'm fat and I'm lazy and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> And I uh, and I put a Peppa Sig Peppa Sig Pig soundtrack to it, and I posted it, and I think that's great. One hundred forty thousand views as that's got wow. so far. Um, so I'm a I'm a I'm TikTok correct <laughs> So it's um that's the really powerful thing. But yeah, mm. then there are people that are what they would call professional creators, yeah. so ones that are creating and wanting to make money from it and monetize from it, and they and they work with brands and and, and agents used to do that. Whether they put out their platform, their content on our platform or on other platforms, it's really up to them. It's wherever, wherever their audience is, it's wherever they're seeing that it works, mm. it's wherever the content fits. So um, th- there are some people that are just purely focusing on on, on TikTok, sure, and that's and that's fine. But if if they if they get an audience elsewhere, then that's great. What's really interesting is um, a lot of when it comes to brands and creators, mm. is that sometimes their tone of voice is different right. on TikTok because mm. they can be a lot more, they can show a different side of their brand on our, yeah. on our platform because yeah. of the creativity and joy. They can be a little bit more playful, a little bit, a little bit more fun, a little bit more or, authentic, but in a, in a very human way. Yeah. The examples I give are the luxury brands that on other platforms, you'll see beautifully created mm. shots and close-ups of the product. But on TikTok, you may not even, the product won't even be the, the core thing. It would be them and their situation you may see their family and friends and they're laughing but the, but the brand is is a core part of that and it, they're articulating that in a very different way and i think creators can do that as well there's some yeah. creators i speak to that they just really love creating on tiktok because mm. there's just a um lack of pressure yeah. and they can be more creative uh, and they can experiment more you don't have to do this very sort of polished view of uh, uh, of your life perhaps that, that you do on other things you, you talked about luxury brands there any other brands that have supported surprised you that maybe because i guess when you think tiktok you might think it's maybe a bit scrappier than other things mainly focused on youth brands might be the misconception so to think about you know chanel and burberry any other brands that maybe might come as a surprise to people that are doing great stuff on there porsche porsche and uh, mm. lamborghini have been here recently yeah, wow. uh, aston martin have been doing some stuff with some creators and um, the really interesting thing is there is just the commerce proposition right mm. so we are we're sitting seeing brands um such as asos coming on, um, running big campaigns with, with tens and tens of creators. 
uh, and as far as we know, working working for them, right? Because what's really interesting about TikTok is that it's a discovery platform. Mm. You open it up and you may not, you'll just don't know what you're going to get, yeah. right? You yeah. open it up and you see and you look at it and you might be inspired by something. And again, if you look in the comments, where'd you buy that dress? Um, yeah, where'd yeah, you buy yeah. the XX? And so you, we're starting to see commerce brands coming on and really utilizing the fact that it's a discovery proposition, uh, discovery uh, mindset that if you make a mechanic where you can surface something and make it easy, easy to, to find out where it is or to buy it, then people are in the mode or mindset to do that, right? As long as it's the content is great and 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 the um, the path to purchase is, is easy. So we talk sort of crushing that funnel, right? Mm. Because you're no longer like consider racial yeah, awareness, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is, and, and then and then purchase. You open up the app, see something, I want to buy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. want to board it. So that's that's what's really interesting. And we're seeing tons of brands that are, are wanting to, to, to sell to, to consumers, mm. even during the pandemic as well. Yeah. But also what the pandemic is forcing brands to do is um, uh, making sure they're putting an even more proportion of their marketing to uh, maintaining and sustaining relationships with customers yeah, 100%. because obviously people aren't in the same purchase mode as, as they would have been pre-pandemic yeah. but brands still want to make sure that they articulate and how they're being useful and helpful and that they're thinking about consumers and how they're adapting um, their brands and their, their their products and services to ensure they can still be supportive of, of, of consumers. We've talked loads on this podcast about lots of the, you know, all the way back in March, all of the new behaviours that we've taken on in lockdown uh, and some of those that will be maintained when we get back to something that feels, you know, pre-2020, but, but also some stuff that we might ditch that we might not do anymore if we're not home as much. Are there things, you know, from a TikTok point of view that you guys will keep that you've sort of discovered and are there some things that you you might not keep and might sort of discard i mean just on this so the the, the, the i'm not gonna i'm not i'll come back to answer your question directly but the first thing I'm, is that we have to be really careful not to mistake the interim so what's happening mm. now for the future yeah right so most of the big changes that we're either seeing now or lie ahead were already happening right this has been an excuse for companies to change the make the changes that they were reluctant to make it's forced consumers or customers to adopt new behaviors they didn't know about or or adopt ones that they didn't even feel the need to before. So, for yeah. instance, my mum would never have done online shopping. She always wanted to go to the shop. And yeah, I can't yeah. imagine she'll ever go to a shop again. Yeah. Right? She'll just buy everything online. Mm. Um, uh, so there's there's just that. So it's 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 we can we can be really focused on it, this being a revolutionary moment in time but it's not it's evolutionary i i, mm. I think there are going to be behaviors that were happening that were just going to be accelerated so as much as i don't think we'll see much stuff go away because i don't think new behaviors have been created i think the behaviors were there already they've just been scaled and adopted by new people yeah and and people have made the changes that, 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 that they need to do we've probably accelerated in in 10 years because of because of yeah, this yeah, yeah. and most of it was because of either inertia at companies or inertia in consumers so um I, I hope that answers your question but i just i just want to because it's I, I think it's not about things that people are going to adopt and then throw away i think it's things that were happening anyway they've just been accelerated yeah um, and you can apply that to multiple different things um and what, also the, the adaptability of some of the the companies that have been um really Pressed. I think I'm trying. I'm thinking like SMBs. Mm. I'm thinking about, about pubs. So I've got six pubs on the on the high street of Westmoreland, tiny village, but there's six pubs, and each one of them are taking a different approach. One of them is now a farm, like a farm shop, and, and selling food. 
two of them are now kitchen selling selling um uh uh takeaway takeaway food one of them with them shut the other one was doing takeaway beers it's a little morning uh takeaway beers that people could take home mm. they've just been able to adapt really really quickly and i i, I should i should think they're going to keep elements of that as they go forward because yeah. people people have got got the market for it so um it's just yeah the creativity and and the evolution of business and consumer behavior is the thing we should focus on as opposed to it being a complete revolution of, of yeah. how the industry exists. I just don't, I just don't see that as that. Yeah. I like it. It's a, it's a really nice articulation. This stuff would have happened anyway. That It just got massively sped up. Um, let, let me ask you about something that you're, you're close to, and I know you're really passionate about, and that's black lives matter. And, and two questions really is one, your view on how well as an industry we're responding to it. And, and secondly, I'd love you to talk a bit about how how TikTok have supported it. So yeah, let me talk about diversity inclusion as 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 a as a single thing. But I want to I want to split those two things out, right? So diversity is 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 ensuring that things you things you see the experiences are are up to the level of representation where they should be, right? So a lot of this last year was about ensuring that there were more women and, and more people of color on, on TV and putting and put in um, places, radio, TV, um, adverts. I'm going to talk about adverts in a minute, but uh, we've definitely seen an acceleration of that, mm. of, of, of more diverse faces and voices in media and in ads, right? The fact that there's been this backlash. So when the Sky Sports presenters got sacked and everyone's talking about Alex Scott and Micah Richards coming yeah. in, although they didn't, yeah. because it's a diversity thing, and the fact that there's been a big, big backlash for the Christmas ads uh, because there's too many diverse faces on screen actually is a good thing because it shows that there are things that are changing and it's making yeah. people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. So that that is that I think that is good because that shows that diversity is being addressed. Inclusion, though, inclusion is that are we seeing? those same people in in positions of power mm. are we seeing them in c-level roles are we seeing them um controlling companies that make investments in things and things that matter are we seeing them in politics are we seeing them in um roles on tv that are the the people that are making the decisions that are in society no we're not even in our industry we've not seen significant change in terms of inclusion of the people that are running the industry mm. so yeah we're putting people more people in ads we're seeing more black people we're seeing more women we're seeing disabled people we've seen more um people of different sexualities on the screens and that's great because we are creating the things that society sees and reflects society back themselves that's why advertising and marketing is so important yeah but they're not in the positions that they should be mm. and in fact there's been i'd say there's been limited change in that this year um in terms of uh, TikTok, there's a few things that we want to we want to do. It starts at platform, ensuring that we are um, giving people the opportunity to have a voice uh, and uh, allowing them to express that voice. Investing in creators that are from diverse communities. We have an investor fund that allows us to, uh, a creator fund that allows us to do that. Mm, nice. So there's the platform experience that's really really important. There's the people that we have in our in our business. I, I we make sure we recruit diversity. My team has to be there, but my team I think is one of the diverse teams that most across many different spectrums. We just make sure we have to continue to do that. If TikTok 
doesn't represent the community in which it serves, then yeah. we're not going to be successful. Yeah, yeah. At Black History Month, you hopefully you would have seen, we would just embrace that this yeah, year yeah, yeah. and threw everything at it, outdoor, in-app. But it's about what comes after that as well. We're continuing all of those things to make sure that that was a start, not the only thing we did in the year. That started <laughs> off our investments. Um, and then platform is who can we partner with in order to make sure that we are we are being diverse and helping people. So Black Girls um, Code, um, uh, working with Creative Equals, all of those yeah, yeah. organizations to ensure that we are using the power of TikTok to help them and then they help us. So those are that's what we're trying to do. But we've got a long way to go, as everyone has. Yeah. But yeah, the industry should be should be happy with the, on the diversity thing. They shouldn't be happy with the inclusion piece. Um, thinking about things like brand safety as well, I remember when I was at, at, at Snap, the, the, the brand safety thing, anything that's sort of user generated in that way, you know, seems to fall under the spotlight or it you know, can't possibly brand safe if it's not professionally produced stuff and it's been done by, you know, uh, professional people. Do you feel like you've run into some of those issues around brand safety? The fact that the platform is so open and as you've put, you know, people can just go and, you know, cr- create the stuff they want. And if you have, how, how are you guys addressing that? Well, we've, so we have got a, a platform which is strong on user generated content. And ultimately, we have to make sure we take our responsibility really seriously to ensure that the in-app environment where, where people come, they can feel safe to express themselves um, and that they feel safe and it creates a safe place for brands, right? Mm-hmm. So when we, in, that, in that discussion, if we can create an environment uh, and an app which looks after our people, then the brands, the brands will come. So it's supremely important we do that, right? Yeah. We, if, we, if we don't do that, then we don't have a, an app which is growing as quickly as possible. We don't have an engaged audience. We don't have the creators creating stuff. We focus on that, then we can focus on 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 the uh, on the brand on the brand safety stuff. I can tell you from day one when I came into the organisation, the, the number one topic we kept we talked about when it came to the commercial side was about brand safety, really? making yeah. sure that people understood a number of things. One is 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 what we are doing to ensure protection of people, but secondly, what we are doing to ensure the protection of brands as mm. well. So there's a number of conversations that we'll probably announce over the next couple of weeks. What are happening with that? We've got tags um brand safety certification mm-hmm. um we've got uh about 100 staff that at this moment in time that are going through 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 your specific training um uh we've got uh brands that we work with that can uh, speak to our privacy officers we've opened up a um uh, a moderation centers mm-hmm. in the us and Ireland, where if people want to not people, but if, if, if clients and brands want to get an understanding of our moderation practices and, uh, and how we nice. do that, then they mm. can and just get that reassurance. Mm. It's the number one It's the number one topic we know we need to make sure that the industry is confident with uh, in order for them to start investing yeah. in, our, in our platform. So that's that. The one is that their brand's going to be safe. The second is that we drive business results. And those two things are, are really key key when it comes to uh, us growing our business brand safety and measurement what, what, what do you do, well i guess the question is do, do you still come up against people who either have a, a, a really a preconception about what tiktok is that it's young kids on it and it's a bit scrappy and do you still come up against people as i'm sure you do that just have never picked it up never used it and if so how do you how do you convince people because there will be people like that in agencies people working yeah. for how do you convince those people to to spend some money with you 
Yeah, there's a number of, well, there's, I think COVID's been really good because people have been locked in and they've been able to see their teenage yeah. kids yeah. going on the platform. Yeah. Ideally, at the beginning, it would have been singing and dancing, but then afterwards, it's just them communicating or creating and having a laugh and a joke, and people would have picked up and said, what's that? Um, it's now available on TV through the Samsung app, so yep. people can see can see that. And that actually indicates the maturity of our app as mm. well, because it starts it starts to move us away where people think of us as a social network to actually what we are as an entertainment business. We are surfacing uh, short-form content. Yeah. We have a really great marketing department that are um, partnering, last year it was with, with the Brits, um, we started to bring on content, which we talked about right at the very beginning, to to, to support the learn on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, so people like creators like Gordon Ramsay are coming on and and, and his daughter to show. He loves how to TikTok. Cook. Gordon loves it. <laughs> he does him as, and him and his daughter. Yeah. Um, so as we bring on content ourselves for our marketing and growth initiatives, that that makes in, uh, the content a little bit more diverse. What we're seeing is that actually not only are users are growing, they're also getting getting older. And then we started to see sports and finance. And as I said, history, that's going to make people see that TikTok is not the thing that they perceive it to be. Uh, And then when they open up the app and they invest in it and and they and they see it uh, and it's surfacing content because it it knows what you what you like Mm. uh, based on your interests, then we we hopefully get people get get more and more hooked and see the value in it. Uh, And then we have uh, our marketing partner that just continue tell people about what TikTok is and and why it's important and and why it's different and why it's fun. But yeah, it's um, the creativity and joy thing we think is just the the, the differentiator um, going forward. It's it's a just joyful place that, and if we can start turning mundane things or perceived (laughs) mundane things into more joyful experiences, it's just going to really continue, we think. Um, Three three quick questions uh, to finish, if that's all right. Uh, Number one, how do you feel about seeing TikToks in Instagram Reels? Uh, It's fine. I, I I like the fact that TikToks exist outside of TikTok because the whole... Um, we have a, uh, a marketing campaign, which is it starts on TikTok. Um, if you think about some of the, the music that's in the charts, if you think about the ocean spray, um, ah, example, yes. um, all of these things started on TikTok and mm. then they either go onto other platforms or go into the real world. So the fact that TikTok exists outside of TikTok is just a huge testament to TikTok in that things do start on TikTok, Create, content and culture is created and shared and then it bursts out the app and it's going to be an even it will real world or other platforms across mm. across the, the the internet uh what's the best life hack that you've seen on tiktok the best life hack uh there, there's there is a so the iphone is a really complicated uh thing to use right we I probably use it for like a few things for don't even use it for phone calls now you use it for like four <laughs> apps and taking photos there's a guy who just tells you all the other stuff that your iphone does is this um, the I guy forgot- who talk, talks into his um the guy who talks into like his headphone thing like that i think I I, it's like you know here's tip 67 of yeah that should, one i love yeah. that yeah exactly so the fact that, that the fact that i could you could you could and I, I you knew this already but i didn't know how to do it the fact you could you could you could film ridiculously high quality movie level uh, on your phone and you can go into the settings and just change it. And yeah, it, it, it boosts the, 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 the memory <laughs> that it, it takes when you do film stuff. But I now film my two, I've got a four-year-old daughter and a, mm. and a one-year-old daughter. I now film them, film them in movie grade <laughs> content, quality <laughs> content. And it boosts it from one meg to a hundred megs in the video. <laughs> but that, it's that. And then you can start to put filters and stuff in it. So yeah, that that those are the life hacks. What to do with this 
thousand pound phone that you only yeah. use four apps and take yeah, one photo yeah. and take photos on. Uh, the best one um, I got from him was you can set up your phone to do a <coughs> screenshot by tapping the back twice. The back, yeah. Which is I set that up, but then it kept um, uh, taking screenshots. Accidental. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all there. And then, and then final question, give us someone we should follow. Who you know, who's, who's like a gem within TikTok that uh, m- maybe isn't coming up in our feeds, but someone we should seek out and follow who's fun and joyous. Um, I really like this. This guy called Bromanzer. I think he's Canadian. He basically does um, the like a Kardashian parody. He does this reality <laughs> TV cat parody, and he's now brought all of his family into it. But it's just, it's just incredible. And what, what what it also shows though is that TikTok is a sixty like between a fifteen and a sixty second video mm. format. But you can tell great stories over a period of time over many different. So if you go back, there's probably there's got to be hours and hours of content on this based over over the sixty seconds. It just shows you that you can, not only is it this one in the moment, 60 second hit, but you can tell it's a great storytelling platform. Um, And he continues this, this great story and narrative of him in the house. And he's one of the, he's not the Kardashian, but he's like that. And now that you can see his family and friends in it, it's, it's, it's just hilarious. I I love that. We're going to link to him in the, in the notes as well. Romanza. Brilliant. Yeah. Trevor, thank you so much for giving us some time. We've covered so much ground and uh, okay. there's so much excitement around the business. So thank you for giving us some time this afternoon. Thanks, James. See you later. Bye. The IAB UK podcast. Trevor Johnson from TikTok there. You really got the sense from that 20 or so minutes that they are a business moving at phenomenal pace. Uh, the hiring, the growth, uh, the monthly planning cycle that he talked about. Uh, and he said at one point, TikTok is this really delightful bit of the internet where you can come and feel joyful and it feels, doesn't it, like the most perfect antidote to the backdrop uh, of the world right now. Uh, His distinction between diversity and inclusion I thought was brilliantly articulated and of course he's right. There's still a long way to go, particularly, uh, as he said, when it comes to positions of influence and power in media and advertising. Uh, I enjoyed that. What a great one to start the year with. Um, if you want to listen to more episodes like this one from our members, such as Google, Facebook, uh, Pinterest and Spotify, they're all available at iabuk.com forward slash connected or wherever you get your podcasts from. We've got a ton of brilliant episodes planned for this year. So make sure you subscribe uh, just so that you don't miss out on any of them. Thanks so much for listening. IAB UK, building a sustainable future for digital advertising.